Hi there. Welcome to Speak Keeps. I'm your host Shorya Mehrutra and you're listening to the Public Speaking Podcast. Hi there. Hope you're having a good day. Well, I was having one and then I realized that while I was writing this entire newsletter for this month, I understood that the topic was really interesting for this month's newsletter. Well, if you haven't really subscribed to the newsletter, make sure you do that. Go to our website, go to the newsletter section, just type in your mail ID and you'll get this new this month's newsletter. Well, so like I was saying, so while I was going through the newsletter, I realized that the topic was really interesting. And the topic is, so I'm revealing it now a little spoiler for the newsletter, but it is it's a lot easier to give up. Well, why do I say so? It's a lot easier to give up. Well, it's not really me who has come up with this phrase, but something that I've heard from people around me, also my mother. And this is something I realized when I was at a stage when I wanted to give up real quick. Um, and sometimes even if it is not that real quick, I want to give up because there are certain times, there are certain situations when you feel that sort of discomfort and you feel like giving up. Well, so let's talk about it. In this newsletter, I gave sort of a story, uh, an excerpt from my real life. So let's just jump straight into that story. So it was my first job and I left my first job, my very first job out of college on the very first day. Now, it was sort of a funny story though. Um, It happened to be sort of a ragging kind of a scenario where the people in the office were willing to make sure that all the pressures, all the newbies that were there, which were me and five more people, that we danced. And for them, it was sort of a cultural, you know, thing wherein you uh, get to know other people, interact with them, and sort of get mixed up with them, which in a way wasn't really that thing. Because, you know, at some point or the other, you sense it. If it's for fun or if it's for making fun. So they lined us all up and they asked each one of us to dance and that too individually. So to make sure that everyone in the office was just watching you, you were right there in the center and everyone's eyes were on you. So somehow I was last in the line and I'm thankful I was because I was not at all willing to dance. And also because this wasn't the right way of doing it. So I was last in the line uh, and there were these five more people with me. So I sort of bonded up with this one girl who was also willing to not dance. And I was like, that's going to be great. At least I've teamed up with one more person who is not at all willing to dance. So Mm. there were just four more people who were left. So the first person danced um, just to be a sport. He sort of didn't know how to dance, but he still did. And there was a one more girl. She danced really well. There was one more person. There was a guy who was sort of actually a choreographer. So he danced really well. Then there was one more girl. She also danced. Now coming to that person who was now my friend. And she was reluctant. 
just like me and i was happy that at least like two out of six was not that bad a ratio when you have to be reluctant and be against everyone so it was far better than being the solo person in the group saying that but after a while this person also went and danced so and she danced really beautifully well now i was the only one left and i was in no mood at all to dance and then everybody started calling out my name and they were like shora you need to dance you need to come up here you need to uh do something and all of that so i was like i'm sorry i haven't danced ever really and <laughs> uh this isn't really uh, a very comfortable thing for me to do uh, so they were like is there anything else that you can perform for us i was like if i talk about my interest it has always been into either debates or public speaking activities if there's anything like that that you propose for me to do maybe i can still do that but this is going to be really awkward for me and they were really uh, sort of you know like i was reluctant even they were they wanted me to dance because i was a newbie they wanted to make sure that i was laughed at and made fun of so they asked me to come at the center uh, and then they would devastate my fate so <laughs> what is to be done with me so i sort of uh, said no a couple of times and then i slowly went back to my seat um, so that nobody notices it that well but of course i was a center uh, of attraction at that moment so they did realize that i was gradually moving back to my seat and they asked me to come back and perform so after a while when i'd said a lot many times no to that thing i wasn't shouting but i was out loud and clear so that is one of the major ways um in which you tell them or tell the world or the people around you that you're clear with your thoughts that is also something you could include in your public speaking activity or like ways of speaking could be really beneficial to you uh beneficial for you i'm sorry so i did not shout at all i was just out loud and clear and i said please get over with this now and there was spread drop silence in the entire office and the silence was for around 5 seconds or oh, even longer i don't know but after a while it slowly melted into people talking again and it was normal but still now after that point nobody ever asked me again none nobody asked me again to do anything at all and i'm sure there were many people who were even disappointed because everybody in the room who was there had done that before had danced for their seniors or anything of that sort and it's not really easy to accept the fact that somebody denied doing it so i went back home and i told my parents the entire story um they they're quite good listeners that way so they heard me well and they said okay fine go on decide if you want to go tomorrow or not because i was in no mood to go back tomorrow to that place and uh, because you know after a while you get those sort of stares Uh, wherein you understand that people have sort of made an image of you, and uh, they aren't really uh, they're willing to talk to you, and they think that you're that kind of person who will will not mix up with others and all sort of those things. So I told my parents about it very well, and they tried to convince me a couple of times that probably it's like too early to give up on something. too early to not even give it a try one more time too early to judge the entire place 
basis this one instance but i was just in no mood it was so uncomfortable for me even for the rest of the day that i just felt that i shouldn't go there again so i kept thinking about it i wasn't really sure because a part of me also felt that probably i was scared of them that i didn't wanted to go the next day and a part of me didn't wanted to be feeling that way at all but also i had this feeling that it was really uncomfortable for me i wasn't really willing to go back to that place i didn't like like the vibe of that place the kind of people that were there the way they behaved the way they thought it was necessary to welcome the freshers or whatever way they thought it should be like and <laughs> i just kept pondering over it by 12 am my father had already slept he had sort of given up on convincing me or like at all trying to even understand what i wanted to do so he was like okay fine make up your mind i am going to bed now tell me tomorrow morning whatever you decide so i was like okay fine and my mother was still awake and i told her after around half an hour later that i'm not going back tomorrow there i don't really like it and i'm not going back tomorrow she was she was like she said okay fine no problem and i wrote an entire mail to the hr i just saved it as a draft so that tomorrow morning when i wake up i'll just wake up send the mail and i'll go back to sleep <laughs> so that i don't have to really uh, keep thinking about it even in the morning and have a good sleep i was exhausted that entire day so i did as i planned next morning i sent the mail and i resigned from the company so that was my entire story of leaving the my first very first company in the very first day but later when i told about this instance to my friends and people around me and they asked me uh what the story was how it all happened and sort of like this so i understood that there were many people who also said that i shouldn't have given up so early on that i should at least have tried one more day or at least a week and then have made that judgment because it was too quick on my part to judge from this just one instance that had happened one sort of activity that they had uh which was dragging to be very clear but yeah again so um though i did not really participate in it but again you know i wasn't really uncomfortable so i kept justifying that entire episode by telling everyone and myself that i wasn't at a comfortable i wasn't in a comfortable space so i left it and it was very um well justified for me because you know it was for me i know why i did it and why should, why on earth should i be at discomfort even for a second even for one tiny second why should i feel that way why should i keep myself in a space where i have to feel that way and that was like a justified reason for me but then after that i had like a couple more offers to go for in my job space but you know after a while i was in a job where i no more had the liberty of leaving my job um as easily as i could have left in my earlier cases so this time i had to stick around with the frustrating job sometimes so why i say sometimes because there were certain days which were bad days and i said this in the newsletter as well that even a bad day lasts for as long as 24 hours i heard it somewhere and i quoted it so 
not really quoted it even i just wrote it down i just realized but yeah even a bad day really lasts for 24 hours and yes there are certain bad days and you feel like just leaving the job that very day or probably not showing up the next day taking a sick leave the next day or something of that sort because you're so frustrated of the job that you're doing that you want to just give up you just want to run away from that space and that is something that comes so naturally to me that whenever i'm in a space which is very uncomfortable for me i just clearly want to run away but then this time i literally had the option to so easily give up that i had to sometimes even stick in those situations and face it because i had no other way out than to face it and when this thing happened one time two times three times over a period of time i did not really make i realized that i did not really made peace with that discomfort because that is what i used to think of other people who used to feel frustrated and then still go on that these people sort of make peace with this kind of life no i did not make peace with it i was still fighting every single day but this time i was also making sure that people heard me well i was out loud and clear again and second of all i tried solving those problems i did not wanted to run away this time because i knew i had to face it there was no other way around and i literally learned something new every day i tried to solve them i thought okay worst case scenario they throw me out of the project worst case scenario they throw me out of the job that is something even i'm wanting right now but other than that let's if we cannot do anything else let's try to fix it let's try to see how the problem can be solved and that is something i've now learned that the sort of discomfort or panic that i used to have earlier has been reduced a lot uh i have learned now to face a lot many situations i have understood that there's always a way out to many situations almost situations or all situations um and you somehow always get through things it's like at the end of the day the thing will pass and you will learn something from it you will grow better into a better person from it so when you go through that stuff and then you come out as a winner because you have now told the world that you faced it well you actually responded to people you did not run away you were very clear in your um, in your sort of work or the things that you had to say you made sure that everything that you were saying was out loud and clear that is something i focus on a lot because especially when i don't know anything i make sure that i tell the other person that i don't know this thing because sometimes what happens is um, in our day to day conversations that we have if we are not sure of something we try to hide it we don't try to tell it to the world that we don't know something i'd say rather do the opposite make it as clear as possible tell the person as clearly as possible what is it that you don't know of and that is when you realize how better conversations you're making how better you can make other people understand what your point is and how it is they might not like it but they'll be clear on their part that they specifically know what the real situation is so you never will feel overburdened of the amount of work that you have or overburdened or some kind of uh you know image that you've built up of yourself which isn't real 
And that really helps you. That helps you make better conversations. People can trust you a lot more because they know that this person speaks the right way. This person gives the right estimation, the right efforts, the right ways in which uh, things should be approached, the, the right way in which this person knows his or her abilities are, their abilities are. So that is how good conversations are made how important conversations are made wherein you say very important things very you know things which are important to make decisions go very well and sometimes what happens is if i've seen this with very good speakers and people who make very good conversations that they say very less but their every single line is so important that when you hear them out it's clear it's right there and you have to make sure you listen every single word they say and remember it because every single word that is coming out of their mouth is important it's not just repeated words it's not just words that are said just for the sake of it those are words with value those are words which are important and they don't waste their energy in saying anything just anything at all um those are things which are which you should have known or which you should know now that is why they're delivering it to you so yeah that's about it um this entire story and what i learned from it and that is something that now i've learned that it's a lot easier to give up in any situation when you feel like running away and you then run away you i'm not saying always stick around with discomfort but i also say that don't always give up because in most cases what how we have grown up now it's like i understand everybody has their own struggles but in some way or the other we are so privileged that we don't really understand that we all are privileged in ways we don't understand um and we take that for granted we don't realize it and we take that for granted even when we are grown up with so many privileges we don't understand it and Uh, we start taking them for granted we don't uh, sort of feel thankful for them and that is uh, that is a place where you're so comfortable with everything that is around you you take it so much for granted that whenever there's an inch of discomfort that you face that you just simply run away from it so i'd say don't just try not to give up because it is easy to give up it's any day easy to run away from things any day to just sort of not face the thing and just give up but it's a lot more difficult to go out there face it try to bring a solution to that problem and believe me when you do that when you really come up with the solution it's the most wonderful feeling in the world you just feel like a winner and you are one because you could face that and grow really grow i mean this is not even something that you read a book and learn something and you grew this is growing from your real life experiences how are you growing in your real life that is something important and you would want to grow right so yeah that's my learning of never giving up and that is something i've now learned that i won't give up if there's anything that comes up and I, i it sort of discomforts me and i just straight up straight up go and give up that's not going to be me now i've made sure that and um, i'm sure my mother would be happy about it now but i don't have that sort of approach to things 
And I also say, try figuring things out your way. Even if you're not giving up on something that is discomforting you, in that very situation, also figure out things for yourself. Also figure out things that you really want to do. For example, with my job, I also wanted to follow my passion and also wanted to make my career in the field that I was passionate about. I just made sure that I take time out for it, even if I have to wake up early in the morning or maybe sometimes uh, stay up late at night. I would make sure that if I have to do this, I will make sure I complete my task, which are not even when I had an exhausting day at my office, I will try and, and do that. Also, my schedule always had this time period of taking rest as well. So it is like that is in my schedule. If I know that I've been working a lot for an entire day or two, probably even a week has been really exhaustive. It's, it's, in, my, it's in my schedule that I have to make sure that I take rest appropriately on my weekends because it's your body. If you don't keep it healthy, it's not going to work that well. So that is how you sort of have to balance it out and just don't worry about things that much. Always, always think about what is the worst that, that, that this particular thing could cause me. What is the worst that could have happened? And once you realize that, life is 100 times more easier than it was. I mean, sometimes it is like we overestimate the fear so much because we have not estimated what the consequences can be. So when you estimate what the worst consequence could be, you now are so relaxed. Like, okay, fine. Now I know what the worst what the worst consequence could be. And now my mind can start working on estimating a solution for this entire thing. So yeah, that's pretty much for this episode. I mean, I hope you got a little clarification on how to not give up, how to make sure that you bring your points onto the table very well. Because like I've always said, public speaking is not just about going out on stage and ensuring that everyone out there in the audience, hundreds of people, listen to you or you don't shake your hands um, or your feet when you're on stage all alone. It's not about that, just. It is also about your everyday conversations. The fact that whatever you're saying has an impact on someone else around you in itself gives so much of responsibility and like such power to you that you must understand how important public speaking is. If you're speaking to one person and that one person is actually listening to you, it is really important that you make sense when you speak. It is really important that you speak something so good. Um, and it, it doesn't mean something fancy or something really insightful that it should be. But I mean, by good, I mean the conversation should be of such good quality that it is of some use. And uh, so, yeah, try and make sure and do that because you don't want to waste your energy in even making conversations, right? You have, you at least want your conversations to be very clear. You at least want that whatever you're saying goes out and gets delivered in a very efficient way. And never, never in your life underestimate the power of speaking. It is, I guess, the most powerful weapon. People take decisions, major decisions on just certain meetings or certain ways in which people have spoken. You buy so many fancy products just because there was this one guy who spoke really well 
and I admire him a lot. Also, there are many, many wars that have been uh, either uh, cancelled or let's say they've been uh, they've been reduced to much less uh, major actions like wars just because there were certain meetings where people were so convincing with their ideas, they were so convincing with their words that people thought that no war was not the right thing to approach uh, justice for this entire case or situation. So your words are really powerful. Even a salesman who comes to you and sells you something, it's all because their words are really powerful. So never underestimate the power of words. You can even save someone's life by saying the right things. So that is what is the importance of public speaking. That is what is the beauty of public speaking. That you just can deliver the most beautiful ideas with your words. You can just deliver the most efficient um, details or the efficient ways of doing something with just your words. And the other person would get it, the, would straight up get it. So yeah, that's about this, I guess, the very first episode. If I'm not wrong, we have already crossed, I mean, like 25 minutes. So yeah, I guess this is a right time to now close this first episode. And I remember in the last intro that we had, I did said that you guys can also send me your, um, or let's say you can also participate in this podcast and be a part of this podcast. Well, how to do is, um, in whichever app you're streaming this podcast right now, just go to the description of this podcast and see there's this link given in the description wherein it says you can send us your voice messages. So whatever questions you have, whatever queries you have, or if you have any sort of feedback, while I would most appreciate if you have any questions for us um, and you want to ask me anything uh, regarding public speaking or anything uh, or any instance that you yourself faced in your life and which is associated to not giving up and you would like to share with us, make sure you share it with us and we will feature it in our next episode of this podcast. So make sure you go to the description, check that link out and send us your voice messages. We will include them in the next episode of this podcast. So yeah, thanks a lot for listening to this podcast. Thanks a lot for your time. And I'll meet you in the next episode of this podcast. Have a great, great day and a much, much more beautiful life.